What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to uh, the Front Row Podcast. I am your host, Joe. I am, you know, very excited that everyone's been listening to our episodes this far and to our season this far. You know, we're on our eighth episode as of this one. And I just want to give a big shout out again to everyone that's been supporting and been listening and been offering tons of good critical feedback. Um, by the way, I hope you guys enjoyed, uh, you know, my my fun eight minute anecdote on, you know, losing my phone in my last episode. And if you didn't catch that, I highly encourage that you do because it was a... Uh, it was a quite quite the day quite the day when you uh when you end up losing your phone or your wallet for that matter but in any case this episode much like the rest of ours i'm always thrilled and excited about because we get to catch up with my boy pranavan aka pran Deman. he runs ice cream truck films he works a regular corp nine to five job as well and uh we you know we touch on uh, a bunch of a bunch of topics from travel to food our huge um admiration our huge affinity i should say actually for uh, for uk fried chicken if you've been out there then you already know what's up uh listen uk fried chicken over anywhere else that's right atlanta i'm coming for you not really but you know what i mean um so we talk about food we talk about travel we talk about work ethic um also we we dig deep into his like previous career as a rapper uh which is just just hilarious so if you know if you know uh Prenivin, then you'll you'll definitely find this episode of uh of uh good good comic relief for you but uh, again uh thanks again to everyone that's been tuning in don't forget to follow us across twitter and on instagram and uh without further ado enjoy this week's episode What's going on, everyone? My name is Joe, and welcome back to another episode of The Front Row. I'm super excited to welcome our next guest on the podcast today, and it's my boy, my good friend, Prandaman, a.k.a. Prandaman. What's going on? Mic check one, two, <laughs> one, two. It's been a minute, right? Yeah, the last time I uh, said that was uh, when I used to be a rapper. Ooh, you heard it here first, guys. He used to, which, you know, we'll get into that shit afterwards, but, you know. <laughs> we have to get into that. We, uh, you know, fort- <laughs> fortunately, we we we. Definitely definitely do have to get okay. into that shit and, and a couple other things i actually want to start off um, by saying our you know so far on the podcast we've been into interviewing i think just having really dope conversations with a lot of my friends that are entrepreneurs that are people of color and that also just have i think like a, a really good story to tell and i think ours is is just as interesting if not funny because we we actually met online folks yeah i i guess uh we're following the trend <laughs> um, of meeting meeting online which is perfectly fine by yeah, the way. yeah yeah so uh, I guess we met, um, yeah, five years ago. Five years ago, yeah. you and wifey are, have have celebrated five years as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> ironically, it was just months before you got married. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was when um, we were just starting our business and things yeah. were starting to pick up. So right. we were looking for a shooter, a right. second shooter, and I think we went on Craigslist. Yep. Um, and then um, wifey actually put together the ad. Um, did all the correspondence fooled fooled me like you know was just <laughs> playing me like a fiddle over there all this time i thought when i was replying to those ads it was you but it was really shows it was her it was her and uh she's like uh we have this guy i can't really tell if he's uh tamil or not um joseph fernando yeah and uh could I think, be filipino it's fine it's all right. <laughs> it could be and i think when we googled your name there was like everything but everyone but you <laughs> so uh yeah then it went when uh i guess everything sounded really good and yeah. i think we tried to meet up yeah 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 um and then 
yeah, it took a while, and then finally we met up at that Starbucks. It was it was like the quintessential. You're trying to go out on a first date with someone, and then just like your schedules don't match up. You stop <laughs> you stop texting each other regularly, and you're kind of like, are they into me? Are they not? There you go. And then we yeah we finally met up at a Starbucks. Yeah, which was uh, awkward. Yeah, it was. I'm not gonna lie. It, I think I think it was for me because I was coming out of dance class at the time, so I was tired as shit. And I think you were just kind of like, great. He's a shooter and he studies dance. This is going to be interesting. I, I did think this is interesting. I've never met uh, a uh, yeah. dancer yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was a male. So which I which like, I get, which I get, which I get a lot. Yeah, quite, which was which super cool. Yeah, thank so, you. Appreciate that. Um, but I don't think I told you that then, because <laughs> I was like, we were, we were, we were in the ponnebakering stage. And for those that don't understand, it's when you're, you know, when you're when you're trying to chop, you know, your potential. That's 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 the stage of where we were at when we first met. You know, you're really shy. You don't really know where right. conversation is gonna go. But I will say, I think we 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 spoke for like an hour, right, uh, at Starbucks, and then eventually, like months, kind of went by. Again, classic story of you go on your first date, and then nothing, nothing, not intentional. I think we just got busy right. with work. You exactly. Were, you were getting married as well. I was. I was. Yeah. So I, I don't even know. I think it was a couple of months before. We yeah, co- definitely, definitely a couple of months before that. I want to say you got you got married what month again? Uh, June, June, right? Yeah. So June, you got married, and then I think this is probably like March, maybe April. I, I, I did reach out to you to shoot my wedding. Actually, <laughs> he he messaged me like a week before and was so, like, "Hey, are you are you free?" <laughs> yeah, ba- basically, uh, I was just getting uh, my friends to shoot my yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then I was like, oh. Joe's stuff is pretty good, so maybe Appreciate I'll ask that, him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you were booked. I was, I was, and booked. Then I was bummed. I was booked. So I, th- I think that year I was also doing like a ton of travel. So again, like the cl- your classic, very cliche, classic rom com story of like boy meet in this case boy meets boy, and <laughs> you know you try to you try to meet up, you try to link up, you you try to text whenever you can, but it just doesn't work out. And there's like right. one profound day where Pran hits me up, and I think it was over text or email, and you were like, "Yo, are you free this weekend to help me shoot a wedding?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm down." totally down and then i think i helped you out with like one or two gigs and then my last event for that season was in jamaica right that's where our friendship really really blossomed right right we connected really well then um i think that year i went to jamaica yeah you did may yeah so when you told me that uh, hey do you want to come shoot in jamaica i was like (laughs) let's yes let's do it yeah um and then yeah i think that was the moment where we really really connected well right and we knew that uh, it would be a great partnership. Hundred um, percent. What we did, yeah. Hundred so. percent. No, I, I think I think it was good. And like the irony about this is that you and my sister went to university together, right? And <laughs> she had told me she was like, "Oh, the guy that raps." I'm like, "Wait, he? <laughs> how do you how do you know that he raps? I don't even know that he, <laughs> that he that he raps." But apparently, you you've made quite a presence at UTSC as right. as Pran Demand. I'm gonna put the video like right here of you basically. Long hair, collar popped. I don't know if you were wearing a jersey and a do rag, <laughs> but you, you know, you were, yeah, you were, you were really representing yeah, thug life uh, at that time. You know, music before, before all this, uh, yeah. video stuff, music was everything. Do you that think point. that if you weren't into video production as heavy as you are now, you would have pursued something in, um, entertainment or within music? Uh, you know what? Once upon a time, the answer was yes. Okay. But then I came to realize, I guess there was a, uh, where I started a turning point where mm-hmm. I was like, what kind of music am I putting out? Right. Uh, do okay. I love the music that I put out? Okay. Like, I, I guess the best way to learn is sort of to imitate what you see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So some of the times you're working on records or stuff like that, and, right. and it didn't really describe you too much. So okay. you're still trying to find yourself. Right, right, right. Um, and then it got to a point where like, I don't know if this is me. Right. Um, and then, then I sort of slowly drifted off. Mm-hmm. But um, there are over, I'm going to say about 100 records sitting 
in my mom's look, basement. Look at you never, sounding like like Tupac over here. There's a hundred unreleased Pran Demand records. There is, there is. Um, <laughs> and there's quite a few with Sen, actually. Oh, uh, wow. Shout out to Sen. So, yeah, we used to, what we used to do is, uh, like, every Saturday he used yeah. to come over and then he would make a beat mm-hmm. and then we would write. Okay. Write, record, mm-hmm. uh, and then repeat. And then I guess that's the thing was that I was self-conscious um, because I wanted to put out the right type of stuff. Right. And so there's a ton of stuff in there, mm-hmm. which I probably hate. Mm-hmm. And there's a, probably some good stuff in there as mm-hmm. well. And sometimes I wake up and then <laughs> I, I, I think, I'm like, hey, maybe I should just clean up that and put together maybe five records, put it on Spotify and then retire. And then, and then see if you turn into Drake the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that was... After a certain point, I yeah. don't think that was ever the intention. It okay. was just to make people move people with music. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. But you were you were pretty popular like on campus. Like from what my sister tells me, you were you were like celebrity I think, status. I think at that point in Tamil rap, I call it Tamil rap, no yeah. one was doing it at okay. that point. Okay. So okay. I think I got into it in an era where um everyone was uh doing remixes. Okay. Right. So then yeah. this this came out of I guess this came out of nowhere and I and and people were like more impressed that there's a Tamil guy that raps okay. m- more than actual, the actual flow, I think. Fair at the, enough, at the fair beginning. Enough. There was that allure, like there's someone from my community exactly. that act, like identifies with hip hop and oh yeah, he stumbled too and, and like he does it. It's not right. like just like a one-off. So the backstory to that, why I became popular is actually... Humble was, brag, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> social media. Uh, okay. The pre-social media, MSN Messenger right. was, was it. So... I think I did a, a couple of tracks in high school, okay. recorded on my computer, mm-hmm. and then I just sent it to a bunch of people. And then a bunch of girls is what he meant to say. But basically, it's, it's basically, a bunch of girls I never met, actually. <laughs> that was the flex back then. Yeah, the that was it. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah, Lankin yeah. Sweetie 6969. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you want to check out a record I did? Right, right. And then she would send it to someone else, okay. send it to someone else, right. and then eventually. You were in a bunch of group chats, and you were like, how did my name get in here? <laughs> <laughs> actually no then all of a sudden um this guy reached out to me and like hey i love your work mm-hmm. i'll just run your website wow just give me the music okay and i was like okay cool sweet and then that's what it was and i didn't wow. manage anything except record crazy uh, yeah that's <laughs> so there there you have it that that's that's, that's how my boy story. pran almost became a rapper but almost decided not to follow follow his dream. You've touched on, a, I think, a couple of things earlier in, in your conversation just about, like, you kind of wanted to see, like, you know, what was the purpose of what you were going to do, if you will. And I think that's what either prevented you from going forward or you just kind of were, like, thinking about it, right? And I think that in itself for, like, business owners and I think just for people in general, we don't do enough of that. Right. Of discovering or thinking about things long term. It's very short term. Like, what made you kind of realize, okay, like this isn't for me even in the shorter long term, but I know that with this video production stuff, there's like a future in it. Like how did you make that transition? And even when you discovered video, like how did you even like stumble into wanting to get into video as a whole? Like how did that how did that work? Okay. So video wise, I've always been like a movie buff. Okay. So uh So there was that interest to begin there's with. A, there was always that interest. Yeah. And I think the need came forward actually when I was a rapper. Okay. In the sense that um, Come a little closer by the way? Yep. Yeah. You're good. Come a little closer. You're, okay. okay. We're going to, yeah, okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> We're going to go there. We're going to go there because. Sorry, guys. This is us. Um, Unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So then, so first it was, it was just watching movies and wanting to make movies one day and, mm-hmm. and shows and stuff like that. But then it came to a need where um, 
doing doing music mm -hmm. and then being like okay i have this medium where i've made the song mm -hmm. but i have no one to shoot it fair enough so then it became it went from that to like hey maybe i should just learn this and that was the time when the 5d mark um, two or three five yeah, two two yeah. the one that that introduced video right had just started to roll out right so right. just before that you needed those big uncle cameras right, to shoot right. anything um and i guess that came Mini out Mini db cameras yeah yeah then yeah. i was like you know what I, I can't i can't afford this right um and so that that's sort of the need and okay then, and then didn't really pursue it too much just kind of being like okay this is what i want to do and okay. then and then after the wedding industry, I think that was a time it started to revolutionize. Right. Rise. And um, one of the main people that I, uh, I started to, that got me into weddings is actually, he doesn't even know because I've never actually met him. Okay. Is, okay. Uh, is Ramesh from Butterfly Oh, yeah, yeah. Great guy, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. Um, watching his stuff and I'm like, wow, like, right. this is like movie Especially stuff. not only, I want to say like mainly for the thumble industry, but I think for like the South Asian industry, he made like a huge mark. He made a huge yeah, dent yeah, yeah, and yeah. I yeah. was like, wow right and then it was that and then uh digital fusion yeah 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 shout out to those guys yeah. yeah both of those guys were doing stuff and i was like wow right wow like oh man this this is like the next best thing to making movies right like, they were telling stories right which were you know like we would i remember going to work uh at td yeah and what we would talk about is these epic right wedding videos right and we're like and then deep down inside i was like i think i can do this right I just don't have the money yet. Right, but, right, right. But that that was my first job at TD. So ah, okay. And then I started just sort of putting away money little by little, and then slowly picking it up. And then crazy, one thing led to another, yeah. and I shot somebody's wedding. Nice. And then yeah, it's it's always by fluke, right? Like when you first start, you don't expect or you don't necessarily know what you're getting yourself into. And then after once you're once you've done like a project, you're like oh. I've done delivering or I'm like midway through, I think I can do this again right. and again and like, you know, refine, adjust and make it even better. Right. 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 How did you figure out what style you were trying to go after? But, and even the narrative you were trying to tell, like, how did you, how did you even get to that point? I guess the first thing was unlike my rap career, mm -hmm. um, I was getting paid right. to do these weddings. So money for you was definitely like a motivator though. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, um, and also I could buy cool things with the money I okay. had, so, which was cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then I met these really, really cool people. So people who had um, different, different stories and, okay. and I've always been a sucker for love stories. Right. And uh, when I got to know them, I mm -hmm. was like, oh, wow, I can, I can actually now tell a story mm, okay. uh, about these people. But the challenge in all that was that there was obviously technical things that you need to learn. So, right. so learning from those mistakes mm -hmm. and saying, oh, I could have lit this better or right. I could have used this lens better. It made me motivate, motivated myself to, for the next project and the next project. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's dope. I think that that in itself, there's resiliency right over there, but I think that I miss that. I miss that, um, the idea of like trial and error, but falling in love with it to see like what success can come from there. Right. And, and I think a lot of my influence or during that phase when I was trying to discover stuff, uh, a lot of influence was came from you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So where we like, I would just, we would just have conversations right. about the art form, right. about lenses, right. about trying different things. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to do a lot of like, um, feedback. Right, right, right. So you would edit part. something, yeah. send it to me. Right. I would edit something, right. send it back. Mm -hmm. And I think the best part about that is we were so real. So if something sucked, we would just tell each other. Yeah. I'd be like, this is shit. Yeah. So you go back and do this again. Right. Or I love this. Right. I like this. Like 
or how can I do like how did you do that there was right. this, there was always this curiosity factor over there right, right? and I, I think I, I could tell a story uh, about one of the things uh, one of the projects we worked on mm-hmm. and I think it was Jody and Pravina okay so Jody and Pravina is a client where uh, I had asked Joe to film it because I was double booked right um, and then I got back into the editing room, collected all the footage. I worked on the stuff right. and, the, and the footage looked great. Right. Um, and it was just sort of this instrumental right. that I picked out, yeah, yeah. cut everything. I sent it to Joe and then he was like, it's missing something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think, I think there's a story here. Right. I was like, and I think I, I was just sleepless and I just was like, yeah, what do you, what do you mean? Right. And then after he's like, just call them right now and ask them to say a few things. Right. So what I did, I picked up the phone. Uh, and then I called them and I was like, Hey guys, I know you're super tired from the day, but can you go in separate rooms and get me these answers? Um, and then, so then they did that, got some cool stuff that they said, put it into the edit and then they, then we played it the next day and it was like unreal. Right. And it took it from like here to like up there. That's so dope. Um, and like, that was like game changer feedback I, I find that feedback especially now more than ever as i'm like progressing in my career with my family with my friends with just like new relationships or even business relationships that's a huge like factor to growth right if you're not willing to you know take it and if you're only willing to give it you're only gonna get so far mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so I, I think that i think that that's super super dope allowed you to travel like you've been all over the place you mentioned jamaica where else have you been to travel now to shoot to shoot yeah. um we went to the uk yeah yeah that's that's a, that's a big one <laughs> i think we went to the uk two times yes yeah two we've times. been we've been twice yeah, yeah we've been twice um, in the uk yeah that was that was fun that man. was we we've got a, a <laughs> shout out to our uk family and friends um your fried chicken is what up what up to the wifey side in the uk uk fam there's what uh up, you know if, if you're ever in the mitchum area um outside of collier's wood station to us fire fried chicken by the way just putting that out there um <laughs> this is this is also a, a good segue for uh, a mutual friend of ours sunder i got i gotta shout him out because he's now in the uk right now he's working right, out there right and uh if you don't follow sunder on twitter I highly recommend that you do. He is definitely the dose of comedy that everyone needs right now. Right. And right. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of um, non-PG stuff in there. There's also a ton of PG <laughs> stuff in there. I will say, Sundar, you're most welcome to, to come on the podcast. We really want to have a conversation with you. Um, <laughs> I know I've, I've heard lots about you through, because I know uh, you're friends with his brother, right? Right. Uh, Sundar and I grew up actually together. Right. Um, and so... The stuff that the, the, the non-PG stuff that you see, <laughs> it's always been there. So, uh, and uh, yeah, and we actually worked on a project a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was called Shit Brown Girls Say. Right. I don't even think it's on YouTube During anymore. that phase of when every YouTuber or just anyone was doing yeah. like a shit that any, anyone says. Right. And it was just like during that phase, it was so much fun working with Sundar. Like, right. He just naturally comes off like and like good guy uh, yeah really really good guy yeah and we haven't even met i just i just i just know this and i haven't i haven't come out to see your home comedy show but the next time you're in toronto or the next time it it happens post pandemic i highly recommend that everyone goes because he's a he's a very talented individual but he also represents for the the thumble community Mm -hmm. uh, which which i think is is huge you know being able to find i think just creatives in our industry is very unheard of like you see it in i want to say like the the Indian cinema world, but I think for, especially for Toronto, like if there's one thing that I can say about our community across any culture, we big each other up so much. Right, right. You know, um, so shout out, shout out to Sundar yeah, and to the UK. Yeah, shout out to Sundar. Um, UK tings. Yeah, our, uh, our love for fried chicken just, 
right. Toronto, man, we need to we need to up our game. <laughs> we definitely definitely need to up up our yeah, game. Yeah, the UK is one of those things where um, it's different. Yep. And then you miss it. Oh man, I can't wait to go back. <laughs> I, I really, you know, I, w- I went back. I think it was two years ago now uh, to help some other friends. Uh, thanks to you also, by the way. Thanks for giving me that layup to go and help them shoot a wedding out there. And uh, oh man, just their their fried chicken, like I said before, their chocolates. Yes. Um, the yes. T- just, just everything. Just the vibes. Yeah, the, yeah. that's the thing. Really good food out there. Hey guys, I wanted to quickly interrupt this episode. No, this isn't a sponsored segment. Not yet. We haven't, you know, we haven't hit that threshold of fame just yet. But I wanted to just let you guys know that very recently I had the chance to catch up with Sundar over a video call. And, you know, as funny, as hilarious, and as informed as he is on his social accounts, especially on Twitter, he is that and even more in person. So, uh, you know, we had a really cool conversation just about some projects that we've got going on. And, you know, like I said, he's he's up to some some really great stuff that he's working on right now. So make sure to follow him across all of his social media accounts and let's get back to the rest of this episode. Right now, like what are you what are you craving the most? <laughs> Other than ice cream. So <laughs> my wife is pregnant right now. So right. congratulations by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So uh ice cream has been her has been her thing. Okay. Ironically. Yeah. Ironically. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember in the UK when we had a DJ? We um <laughs> no, I won't. I won't get into the into maybe the we'll, details. Maybe we won't get into that. But, but. let's. We, yeah, we had a we had a funny um, instance where this. You know, like I won't get into it. It's it's a it's a long story. But ice cream. So ice cream right ice now. Cream. Yeah. So ice cream. Uh, we've been going. So she's been feeling for a lot of gelato. So oh yeah. We, okay. We, we, I think we we've been to Europe quite a few times. Right. And gelato has been our thing. Like nice. we've been doing. So we discovered this. So we live. Uh, near Greek Town, and right. there's a place called Sorano mm-hmm. uh, Bakery. Yeah, they have a ton of baklava, so it's like mm. this Greek spot. Um, but they got really, really good gelato. So nice. we've been we've been doing that. Um, but um, other than that, uh, fried chicken. Okay, I, I can do fried chicken any day. Seriously, of the week. I, I when when was it that I made it? Uh, was it for Easter? I think I sent you a picture. I hate that you sent me a picture. And you didn't me. <laughs> I have this habit of just sending any one of my friends, but in particular, Pran's the first one to get it. So I made e- uh, fried chicken for Easter, and it was, it was delish. It was, it was really good. So you were saying ice cream, gelato, um, and and I think you had mentioned as well, wifey's pregnant. So how are you? How are you guys navigating? You know, pregnancy through like a world pandemic right now, man. So first of all, um, everyone thinks that um, <laughs> that we got pregnant during the quarantine. <laughs> um, Fake, fake news, okay? Fake so, news. So no matter how news. many times I try to explain it, everyone's like, ah, that's what you did during quarantine. So <laughs> Your wife is going to hate this segment. By the way. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, we actually planned it before and nice. then the pandemic hit, cool. um, which which is a good thing and a bad thing. So yeah. the good thing is we spend a ton of time together. Nice. Uh, we work from home together. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's really good. Um, we I can kind of take care of her mm-hmm. and, you know. If it's that part is really good. Nice. The part that's been kind of tough is that um, I haven't been able to go to the hospital. Oh, so man, that's killer. So the first and the second ultrasound, mm-hmm. uh, and those I are like the, the the most important, right, you know, out the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so then we we thought of ways like okay, since I couldn't go in, whether she should Facetime me. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she just decided just to take photos, and then like on the twentieth week is when the gender was coming up. Okay, and then. Um, we're like, oh, should we should we know the gender mm-hmm. or not? And then after that, um, we decided actually, we decided, okay, you know what? I'm gonna get the doctor to put it on a piece of paper. Nice. 
And then she said, I'm going to come home and then we're going to open it together. Right. So then uh, she came home um, and then we decided, you know what? We, we don't want to know. Whoa, that's a, that's a huge pivot. Yeah, so it's wow. uh, okay. it's okay. sitting it's sitting upstairs in the Sami Padam, and um, <laughs> yeah, that that's the surprise. You, you can't you can't cross your Sami, so that that's that that's that's a good place actually to yeah, keep it. Yeah, so that that's exciting. That's exciting. Does uh, does fatherhood kind of excite you? Yeah, you know the weirdest thing was like last weekend was uh, Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, and uh, everyone's like Happy Father's Day, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was just like this feels really weird. Like I have no kid in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. It feels, it feels super weird. Um, I think so it's that. And then like the last uh, two weeks ago, we actually finally got to go shopping. Oh, nice. Okay. Because of COVID, we haven't been able, we've been just looking online. So when we actually went into the store, right. It was just like, Oh, we're going to have a baby. It feels a little bit more real when you're able to like, you know, sit in the, the chair or like push the stroller a little bit. Right. Right. So yeah. Do you, do you, I'm sure you know this, but, um, I guess after wifey gives birth, you have to know how to put your child in a car seat before you can leave the hospital. Right. Right. And I think both of us have experience doing that. Right. Cause you guys have a ton of nephews and nieces, nephews and nieces. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah, we, I think we're good in that category, Dope. but one of the things that we did talk about that we want to do and, and shout out to Gopi and mm-hmm. Bonnie. Yeah. 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 They were actually one of my third or fourth clients. Good people. Good people. Uh, good people. Yeah. But one of the things they inspire me is that once they had their kid, they traveled right they traveled like okay like they were still like with no, no kid like they had no it, yeah. it almost didn't uh, uh appear that way i was well. inspired by yeah, that yeah, yeah. and i told shobes i was like we got we have to right. do this because we we travel a lot all the time you guys just recently went to italy yep we were in italy okay um and yeah so like and then when we were in italy we saw all these people with kids and we're like you know we, if, if we have can to do, do this yeah. we have to do this yeah i think even before that on our honeymoon we went to um Hawaii. Nice. And when we were in Hawaii, yeah. uh, we we went to do this hike up this mountain, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we saw this dude with a baby carrier. Okay, <laughs> and he's like halfway up the thing, and I was like, th- th- "We have to do this." Right. Thing. That was like motivation right there. Damn. But, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You guys have been all over the place. So you said Hawaii. You guys have been to Italy. Where else have you been? Uh, we did. So we did Italy twice. Right. We did the south, so mm-hmm. Amalfi Coast okay. in 2016, and then most recently was like the northern part, so Milan, Rome, nice, uh, Venice. Okay. Um, we did Paris. Ooh. Uh, okay. Got some family out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, what else did we go? UK. Let's not forget about the <laughs> UK. UK. <laughs> yeah. I think I did UK five years in a row. Wow. Okay. Because we went, uh, I guess, two times with you, yeah. and then we, and then I went the year before. Right. And then the year after to work on some some video stuff for uh, Anna and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the UK. Yeah. Um, we did Portugal. Nice. I know you did Portugal. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Portugal was amazing. Uh, so and we dope. did Spain yeah. as well. Spain uh, is definitely on my bucket list next. Yeah. Um, I think. And then we did parts of California. Okay. You guys Miami. have done a bit of like Europe, but also a bit of like North America as well. Right. Right. Exactly. That's super dope. And you guys also did Sri Lanka. Yes. Sri Lanka. And that was yeah. your that was your first time you were saying though, right? First time. In since, like yeah since 1995 Ooh. yeah that was fun man yeah yeah i think i think we talked to you yeah to get like a lot of because i had gone the year i think before that the year right after, yeah one year prior i went i did a like a sibling trip with my sister we went out to uh sri lanka then we did chennai and then we came back to colombo and then we went back to the uk and it's nice i think when you travel like as you're an adult 
you begin to appreciate shit more. Right. Like just being able to be like, cool, I can order an Uber like on my own. I don't have to rely on my family to right. get me from like A to B. And I'm sure like as a married couple too, you're like, we can enjoy shit together now. Exactly. And it's, um, and it's really accessible too. I mean, one of the things we had a, an option of either taking a car or right. taking a train and right. we did the more adventurous one and, mm-hmm. and take a train. And, yeah. and some people were like, I don't know if you want to do that. And then so easy by the way. No, it was fun. Yeah. And yeah. like Canada is home, mm-hmm. but being there is like another feeling of home. It's, I don't it's, know how to describe it. No, but I think I think you I think you're spot on like and I feel everyone can relate to this with their home country. All right. So I promised myself I wouldn't interrupt, but here I am yet again. And it's because I realized that at the time of this recording, guys, you know, Pran and his wife were expecting their baby. And I can happily announce that since then, they've given birth to their baby girl. So congratulations to Pran and wifey. You know, very, very proud of you guys and always excited for my friends that, you know, enter into a new stage of their lives together. You know, congratulations and kudos for making it through this pregnancy in the middle of a pandemic. So again, congratulations to you both. And let's get back to the rest of this episode you had seen Gopi and Vani travel with their daughter and that's kind of inspired you and wifey now that wifey's pregnant she's due in a couple months where's the first place you think you want to be able to take your your future your future child <laughs> you know we thought about that yeah and it's we're kind of stuck okay and, and, and there's two things one we don't know how how, how our child is going to behave. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think okay. we're going to depend on that. And the easy route mm-hmm. is go back to Jamaica <laughs> because Just, like everything is there. Right. You, don't, you don't really need to... Fully accessible. Exactly. And yeah. like it's easy. But I think the answer that we're probably leaning towards is Europe again. Okay. Um, la- I guess before when we did Italy, we yeah. debated between Italy and, and Greece. Have so, you guys heard of uh, Como? I think it's called Como Valley in Italy. Yeah, we have. We have. Yeah. yeah. It's like so, on the border of like Switzerland-ish. I think it's like high up into the, or it's next to the mountains. we should go back to Switzerland. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I feel like, so I, I saw a video recently with this uh, travel blogger. Her name's Liz Harris and she takes uh, her, her husband and their two sons out over there and they, they, they did the entire thing. So I feel like, I feel like the more I see couples do it to your point, you just want to, you're like, I can right. do this. Right. It's right. fully, fully achievable. Yeah. So uh, I think. Yeah, we we could do that. And, yeah. But definitely Greece was on our on Ooh, one of our uh, okay. on our list okay. and um yeah, you, so we were thinking about doing that. Yeah. But uh you never know. You never know. overall like you know when when you guys first found out like I'm sure you guys were excited but did it scare you to a degree as well? Yeah, we were we were very excited. Mm-hmm. Um but also nervous because yeah. it's it's like the first time yeah um, yeah and like you, you you always think things may go wrong right that's that's the thing right, that right. you always worry right. about yeah. and you're like oh um and you overthink things right so yeah um she would be like oh i feel a little bit of something in my stomach yeah and she'd be like is this okay and it makes you nervous right it makes you nervous right. but it's nothing right it's nothing it's so, like digestion or just the baby kicking yeah or it's, it's just, like it's, it's like, just nature taking its, its course it's like li- it's like the little things and um yeah it's been it's been really good she's nice. just been tired yeah for the most part to be expected yeah yeah but the best part is again like she doesn't need to travel to work or yeah, anything like that yeah, yeah. Uh, so we've been spending a ton of time together nice uh walking milo our dog wicked and uh just you know enjoying it Rough. so it's <laughs> I miss Milo. Yeah, usually would hear him, but we've uh, locked him away. Locked him away so he, he's not loud, or else he would be all over the place. How, how do you think your dogs can actually cope with having like a, like a sibling, if you will? Because <laughs> I know when I first met Milo, he did not like me. 
Maybe it was because I was a stranger. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's like there's like stuff on YouTube about how to introduce okay a baby into your right in, to your dog. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think there's something we have to do a little bit of research. That's gonna but, be exciting. But the good news is like he's really really good with kids. Yeah. Like uh, our nieces. I've seen it with really, the nieces. Yeah, yeah. He's really good. Like, yeah. They will annoy the hell out of it. Right, and he takes and, it like a champ. Uh, he'll be like, yeah, whatever. And so <laughs> he'll do that. Yeah. Um, and then like. So yeah, other than that, he's been he's been really 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 good. He's nice. been a little clingy to her. Okay. So I think he knows. Okay, that's good. Uh, have you guys like actually like verbalized it to him? Like, hey Milo, like you know, I'm just gonna have a baby, or like has has that ever like come up, or has he questioned why she has like a baby bump? No, nothing, okay. nothing like okay. that. Okay. But he just he, sometimes he's he's more clingy to her, and and, hmm. and that's never really dogs' happened. instincts, man. They know. Yeah, I, I think he definitely knows. Yeah, um, but I think it, it's gonna be fun when 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 he's here. <laughs> um, but like yeah, like our uh, one of our nephews mm-hmm. when he uh, when he was born, mm-hmm. um, so showed his sister. Okay, um, he really he really like took it with took it like a champ. Nice. He, so when she used to come over, she used to drop him on the car seat. Okay, and then go get stuff in the car. Okay, and he would run to the door. Right, lick him on his face a few times and then <laughs> run back. So. Yeah, I'm thinking it's gonna be the same. On same the vibe. nine. <laughs> <laughs> My no, that, nine. That's uh, that that's awesome, man. No, I think that that's incredible because I mean, we've been like I said before, we've been friends for five years now, and just to see that progression of like your relationship, I remember like these guys. So you know, Pran and his wife totally caught me off guard when they told me that they were having a kid. <laughs> we we went. I think this was like a week or two just before lockdown had officially happened for the record by the way we're like in phase two so please no one kill us in the comments about us being next to each other right now that said um we we met up for something i can't remember i think wifey had like a eyebrow appointment in my neighborhood and right yeah yeah, you, yeah yeah you drove her down and then you were like hey man you want to grab some food and i was like oh, i mean i just had some food but they, I'm, I'm down i'm down to kick it or whatever and then as we were eating i can't remember what you said <laughs> or ha- i kind of remember so we were just talking about uh, parenting. I don't right. know. What it yeah, was. I think it was like you my know sister what? or something. You know what? Like we were, we wanted to tell you, right? Um, we, you were one of the first to know, actually. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so we wanted to tell you. We're like, how do we, how do we tell this guy? Right. And we weren't sure how to do it. Yeah. And then I just kind of winged it, and somehow <laughs> we started talking about parents. <laughs> and then, uh, so Joe was sitting across from us, right. and then I was like, I just said, hey, kind of like parents like us. Or something like yeah, that. He, he he dropped it on me, and I was just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, like like us. And I was like, what are you? Are you are you are you playing with me right now? So I was I was completely thrown off. Completely. Did I, yeah. did I record that? I I, w- I wish you did. I, th- I, I, <laughs> I wish you did. Needless to say, folks, when you're telling your friends and your family, record that shit. Yes. Uh, yes. It's, definitely it's a, do that. It's a pivotal. It's a very very pivotal moment. Um, but all that to say, really happy for you guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. you know, thank you. I know you, you know how good you guys are with kids. I've you know I've been to the UK with you guys. I've seen you guys with your ne- nephews and nieces and just with your family. So right. I think having one of your own, like for me, my sister's expecting another one right. in September. That's exciting. And you know, I think I'm I'm really looking forward to like another toddler running around. But I think when it's one of your own and when it's one of your own friends too it's it's a different different feeling right you know and right. I, th- I think like we were talking about this before like a bunch of our friends are expecting you know over these next couple of months mm-hmm. and i think it's definitely going to be quite the baby factory going on Chris- <laughs> christmas is going to be fun quarantine babies <laughs> <laughs> so as we um you know as, as we wrap up um this episode I actually i actually ask all of my guests this um when you're you know when you're not doing work when you're not working out uh, what are you listening to on the regular? Like, what's on your what's your go to playlist? Music wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Music wise and TV shows and movies. 
It's a tough one. Um, TV shows. Mm-hmm. We just finished Ozark. Okay. Yeah. Which was uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, and then wifey and I, we've been really into like UK. Oh yeah. Again, bringing back the UK. <laughs> we've been into these like BBC UK yeah, yeah. crime thrillers. Nice. So we just finished uh, Broadchurch. Okay. Okay. Uh, really, really recommend that. Okay. Um, music wise, it's been, I'm old school, so I'm listening to my, yeah. You know, all my old Jay Z, yeah. old Kanye, okay. um, nothing new yeah. that I'm that I'm listening to. And cool. then in between that, there's like that, the Tamil side of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My nineties. Got to, got to. Yeah, Roman and it's good driving music too. Lil Raja. Yeah. Uh, but I've been lately into um, a couple of audiobooks. Okay. That have been good. So, okay. Uh, the Trevor Noah book, mm. I recommend it. Really, really good. Okay. Wicked storyteller. What's the uh, What's the focus of, of the book? Would you say? Uh, it's about his childhood growing up in South Africa. Okay. And he just kind of tells these stories, like, and it kind of reminded me of my childhood. Nice. And, and the different, like, I have a ton of stories from my childhood, mm-hmm. so I could really relate to that. And his storytelling is just off the off the chain. Nice. Um, and then the other book that was very uh, inspiring that I finished uh, was. Um, Phil Knight. Okay. Yeah. He's the, he was the creator of uh, Nike. Okay. And that was super motivational. Okay. Um, actually, he got me back to running again. Nice. Properly. Nice. Um, but you actually yeah. got me into running, by the way. <laughs> so I want to say, what is it? Last last year? Last year we did something like that. Yeah. So yeah. last year we were in Ottawa. We were we were filming a, a gig out there, and it was actually on my birthday. And I was, I was just, it was, it was a really shitty just like day for me, but we went out running and I remember after that I felt so great, but my legs were done. Right. And then months later I did my first 5k right later in November, thanks to Pran. So that's awesome. To you, awesome. Man. Yeah. Running is like therapy, man. Yeah. It yeah, just yeah. like gets you out of the zone. Do you and- find yourself listening to more of like audiobooks or just like music when you're doing your runs? Music is, I, I can't do audiobooks. I need music for okay, running. So, okay. um, it's, it's always been music. Yep. Uh, the audiobooks are for walks when me and Milo head out the door. Nice. And yeah. And mm. wicked, wicked, wicked. And you were saying, what other TV shows and movies right now are you guys watching? So I think Ozark, Broadchurch. Yeah. Um, we did, we did, uh, watch a little bit of, uh, Selling Sunset. <laughs> it's my guilty pleasure. By the oh, way. All, oh, all of those real estate TV shows right now, I'm on a million dollar listing Los Angeles. It's my shit. Oh man. It's, like, it's my yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, but I just the production think, value is actually kind of insane. It's kind of good. good. Maybe I shouldn't have said that I watched that, but yeah. Yeah. So we, we've been watching that. <laughs> what else did we watch? Uh, we watched, uh, never, ever, never have, have I ever, never, ever yeah, yeah. have I, I always get this wrong. But yeah. Uh, wicked show, yeah, wicked show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really put well put together, yeah. um, and it was just you felt like you could relate to it. Yeah, in, so in one way, I think like they did a great job with casting, and I, like I saw a lot of like um, pushback on just the fact that it, like it didn't represent every single female that's like brown. But I'm also like I think I think her name is pronounced My Triai. If I'm saying I that, always get it wrong. If I'm saying that right. Um, she did a great job and I Amazing think Mindy job. also did a good job of just like putting that production together. The script was good right. and you felt there were, there were like, like subtleties in there where you're like, oh, this kind of feels like my family. I, I think what was really good about it was that like you saw Brown. Right. But then you actually saw like South Asian, Tamil. Right. Right. Nest to it that you've never seen. like little, little yeah, Easter eggs. Like, yeah. Little strands of it. Yeah. Which come from Mindy's. Mindy's life, yeah. which you're like, yeah, that's, that's, that's that feels like me. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. 
or you, or something in there you know that's happened to you or a family member. Right. And it's not, you know, I, I had this conversation with another one of my boys, Adil, on another episode, but we talk about representation, you know, in film and in cinema, and I find that, like, Hindi movies, it's they're great, and I feel like even just South Asian movies as a whole, whether they're Hindi, Urdu, Punjabi, or Tamil, they're great, but I find that their stories sometimes lack, or the fact that, like, every female lead has to be fair-skinned, has to be, right. like, the, the main, mm-hmm. you know, um, apple of my eye, versus in this instance, don't get me wrong, there were some instances where I was, like, great, you know, the, the lead female character is, like, falling for what appears to be, like, a very light-skinned white dude, if you will, although I think he's Asian, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but needless <laughs> to say, I think, I think Mindy did a great job with representation. Right. And, like, you know, the first the first step, I think we you touched on this earlier, is, like, you're only going to learn through mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure Mindy and the production team learned a, a ton from that, but right. I think it was, like, a very valiant effort. I actually kind of want to see, like, a season two from it. I definitely want to yeah. see season two. Uh, I mean, actually, after watching it, yeah. I had the inspiration to just go and because of quarantine, yeah, and not we're not doing much weddings, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I decided to write nice. actually from that, okay, um, because I've had ideas in my head. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that I wrote out a full script, yeah, yeah. Nor am I, or am I capable of doing that? But yeah, I've had ideas, and one of the things that I decided to do is like. Hey, you know what? It's always been in my head. Nice. Let me just jot it down. Right. Um, so that's what inspired me to just kind of just write down ideas. Not saying it's going to be turn into something. Right. But, but you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. Like um, it's crazy how different shows can just inspire you right. creatively. Yeah. Like creatively. Yeah. So yeah, that was one of those shows that just was like, hey, pretty cool. Dope. So as we wrap up today's episode, what do you think is next for you over this next year from, you know, video production or just with like, you know, now that you're having a kid and stuff, do you feel like a lot's going to change for you? What are you looking to kind of accomplish and achieve? Wow. Very good question. Interview stock question. (laughs) Deep question. Um, Two things. I guess uh, the main thing is that I I want to continue to work on on these wedding films um, and even work on some side projects. But the goal is to try to make and it's a tough thing to do is mm-hmm. to make timeless work. Right. That's what I realized right. uh, during this quarantine. So that's a true I, artist right over there, by the way, guys. <laughs> I, I spent a lot of time actually looking at looking at my older work. Yeah. Um, and then looking. So, backstory to this, I uh, I was looking through some of the WPPI nice. uh, winners, and I was like, what makes this kind of stand out? Mm-hmm. And what defines timelessness? Yeah. And I yeah. guess one of the things was it was timeless, and right. I sort of started to critique my work. And saying like, oh, I could have done this to make this timeless. Right. Um, so I guess that's sort of the goal mm-hmm. uh, for next year. Okay. Um, not to say like timeless equals a new camera. No, right. it's, it's just kind of figuring out how we can do that. And, right. And I don't really have a plan. It's just kind of go with it. But nice. sort of start thinking about that in every shot. Good. So you're at least putting, you know, pen to paper, if you will, in terms of thought. Right. right. You definitely know, OK, this is where I want to be. Or there's there's a bigger there's something bigger than when I where I was this year for next year. Right. So. Right. So that's that. And then probably the next thing for next year is sort of balance time because yeah. there's going to be a kid in my yeah. life yeah. next year. Yeah. Um, and like years before has been like spending a ton of time just shooting. Right. Shooting. Or, or like wasting time. If wasting you time. Right. So not, time not is maximizing. More, yeah, exactly. Time is more valuable. Right. So. I guess I'm going to have to figure out how to, uh, to try to do better time management per nice. se, okay. uh, where I'm spending more time with the family. Good on you. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. Well, listen, man, thanks for, thanks for coming on the podcast and on the episode today. Um, guys, again, uh, big shout out to my boy. Pran. I'm going to insert some claps over here. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. And this is Joe with the front row. Peace. 
So if you, uh, you know, if you made it this far into our episode, I just got to say thank you again. You know, if you're spending almost 40 minutes to give us your undivided attention, that that definitely means a lot. And to hear myself and Pran, well, maybe not Pran, but definitely if you're going to hear me ramble, that definitely means a lot, guys. So shout out to you guys and also shout out to Pran for taking the time to sit down and have a really funny uh, conversation with me just about the things that we've been working on, how we met and our, our love and huge affinity for fried uh, <laughs> for fried chicken in terms of what's next and what's coming up though our next two episodes that are going to be dropping i'm really excited about because we get to sit down first with julie julie's actually one of my old clients we shot her wedding a few years ago now and she's a registered psychotherapist so for me that's a very important topic and area to cover uh, i think that mental health is definitely one of the topics that aren't covered enough so we sit down and we have a very impactful uh, and serious conversation just about the gaps within uh, access to mental health and therapy in general so that one i'm looking forward to and to follow that up and by popular demand i finally found some time to sit down with my sister and you know do the sibling podcast that many people have been reaching out to me about so this one's interesting to me because you'll get to hear a lot about me through the lens of my sister so stay tuned and watch out for that again don't forget to follow us uh, across twitter and on instagram to see tons of behind the scenes content my name is joe and you're listening to the front row